Hello everyone! It's Toonami Therapy. It's March 2nd of 2023. I'm Michael. I'm Tommy. And we're here to, as the name suggests, talk about anime and Toonami. But, once again, not very much Toonami because there is just My Hero Academia. Well, that was the only anime they aired. They aired um, a special episode of Ball Masters and also um, Justice League versus the the Something Five. I can't remember the full okay uh, name, which we didn't watch because they went kind of late. So, um, mm -hmm. the Fatal Five, that's it. Mm. So yeah, so we probably won't have as much to talk about this week. Maybe m next week we'll have more because they'll have double MHA and double One Piece, and then we'll see what they do after that. I guess. Mm -hmm. Um. Anyway, so I guess we'll just get into it because um. Yeah, I don't think they've announced anything new for Toonami since I last uh, checked. So. Okay, right. So, we've got My Hero Academia, episode 124. So, in this one, um, so they're still, I guess, you know, fighting, um, uh, Shigaraki slash All for One. And then, uh, we have that, oh yeah, there's also some stuff with, um, Ochako and, uh, uh, no, Uraraka. Yeah, that's what's a better that's what she's been um, and Toga, because Toga's like, hey, I wanted to ask you this thing, and then they talk about stuff, and I don't know, it's not the focus of the episode, but Toga ends up just wa um, running off. Okay. Then we get the big reveal that, um, that the enemy guy who has fire powers that we don't <laughs> know anything about the backstory of is, in fact, um, is, in fact, uh, Endeavor's son, the character um, we all thought was uh, who had fire powers, and we all thought was dead, but we never actually saw the body um, of. What mm -hmm. a twist! So he's super angry at Endeavor uh, at, at, because he, like, you know, thought he mistreated his family and stuff, and so he did this big record. He's so he does this did this big recording where he explains all this stuff and somehow gets it broadcast everywhere. Um, and everyone's, and he's doing this, yeah, I'm doing this to make it so you don't like him, and, uh, he, well, I won't go through all the stuff he says, because he rambles on for a while, and then he's saying, and yes, and Hawks killed Best Genus, so you can't trust any heroes, and then Best Genus is like, hey, I'm actually still alive, ha, mm -hmm. and, yeah, that, he just pops up at the end of the episode, is like, oh, yeah, okay, so I guess your big thing to turn people against the heroes, you know, wasn't so great. Maybe you should have checked to make sure I was dead or something. Mm -hmm. Why would you even be? Why would you even be so sure about like that? You, you Dobby, you didn't. You implicitly, explicitly said you never trusted Hawks. Why would you trust him in this matter? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's the uh, episode. Yeah, I thought it was uh, pretty good. Um... I enjoyed the twist because of the fact that I wasn't paying close enough attention to get spoiled on it. So whenever it happened, it was I actually had to stop and rewind and watch the scene twice so I could understand what just happened. 
and I thought that was a pretty cool twist. So mm-hmm. uh, I give kudos to My Hero Academia this week. Yeah, one thing I appreciated is when we're he's explaining all the backstory and stuff. It's a good mix of new and old information, so that um, so that if you already have been following the series closely, you'd be getting some new information in it with the older stuff, while simultaneously actually explaining every uh, thing to people who like you who maybe weren't following the series that closely and missed a bunch of episodes. Mm-hmm. So that that was um, but there there is a kind of unintentionally funny bit where um I can't remember exactly what he said, but there are these two kids that are watching it, and you know one of them is saying, "Well, what if he's lying?" You're talking to Dobby. Uh, I mean, sorry, talking about Dobby, and the other kid who again, I these guys look like they're like eleven or something. He's saying, "But it doesn't matter if he's lying or not. He's put the he's put so the seeds of doubt in everyone." It just goes on about like talking about that. I'm like, "You're eleven. How are you thinking like this?" They couldn't have had that conversation just be among older people. <laughs> okay. So, yes, th- this was a fun episode. It-, it was, like I said, a kind of a twist that was kind of obvious if you've been paying close attention um, to the series. But it was... Um, but I think it was still a reveal that was well executed. So, I... Um, yeah, yeah, this was a good episode. I, I feel, now that I'm thinking about it, one of the reasons it was good might have been because it wasn't just them fighting Shigaraki slash All for One, who I'm suddenly kind of realizing, you know, it's the series seems more interesting when it's not them actually focusing on them actually fighting them. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. All right, that's it for... Toonami. I don't have anything else to say because we didn't really watch the other um, stuff. So, um, yeah, uh, I I watched a little bit of the Ballmasters special, but I never really watched much of the show. So, um, plus I was feeling really tired, so I just kind of stopped midway through. Um, so I can't say necessarily whether you would like it or not if you watch the show, but maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh. Right, so let's get on to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stone Ocean, episodes 32 to 33. So, we've, um, so Pushy's able to, um, fight against, um, weather forecast, uh, and he's not affected by the rainbows that turn people into snails, which is the kind of expression that you'd only hear in JoJo, probably. Rainbows that turn people into snails. Well, he figured out. He figures out that it's a matter of you, you. If you're if you don't look at them, then you're fine. So he's able to do that. Except then, you know, there's a usual fight where they, uh, where the guys are like, "Ha! Now you have we do this thing, so you have to open your eyes to see it, or else, uh, you'll get hurt by this stuff." He's like, "Ha! I'm going to um use my ability to force this other guy to tell me where the stuff." Um, is in order to uh, know where the step. You know, that guy's like, "Ha! Huh, I was only, I wasn't completely under your thing. I and I was just distracting you so that you would get attacked." And then he's like, "Ha! Huh, I well, actually I can't remember what the step after that was, but uh, the ba- basically, um, Pucci manages to get away, even though, um, although he's um, wounded and such. 
uh, weather forecast dies. Uh, the team gets reunited um, finally, and they all go off to uh, try to get uh, Pucci, um, who now who seems to have been who's gone to Cape Canaveral and is able and is now having some sort of developed some sort of weird gravity powers or something that um, that basically our characters are now having to essentially climb up a road to try to get uh, to him. Um, and uh, also, Hermes uh, <clears throat> falls down, um, but uh, we don't actually see her die, so she's alive, I'm pretty sure. And then, uh, yeah, then the, then we it just ends with them about to be attacked by a stand. Uh, I don't know if it's supposed to be Pucci's new stand or if it's someone else's, but yeah, it's going to attack them. Yeah, I'm so confused at this point, so... I just know the priest is bad and they want to stop the priest. So, uh, and he's still doing his stupid prime numbers thing, which makes no sense, but okay. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I wasn't too impressed by these episodes. He also wasn't counting them right. He said one three, but one isn't a prime number. The lowest prime number is two. He should have gone two three. I don't. Uh, so that was a little weird. I feel like there's another number he skipped at some point, but yeah, uh, I thought these were kind of um fun. Um, so we'll. Uh, but yeah, I thought these were kind of fun. I, I although it is still a matter of. I, how do I say it? Um, it's the second episode wasn't quite as much of a fight. It was more of them just trying to get through the weirder stuff that was going on. I mean, it, at least it seems to. Um, I, I feel like we are at least back to it being. Um, and it's not just bizarre. There is an adventure here, and there is a JoJo involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. All right. Yeah, we're getting near. The end, so we'll see how things go uh, then. All right. Then we got Blue Lock, episode 16. So, um, let's see. So, our characters, uh, the who I'm actually starting to remember people's names now. Um, there's Isagi, there's Nagi, and there's Baro. I got them all. It's much easier to remember this stuff when there's only, like, three that I actually have to remember, rather than, you know, a full team of guys. Right. Uh, that, so, let's see. We got them. They end up, kind of as you might have guessed it, going up against uh, the... Well, I don't know the other guys' um, names. I'm not that good yet. But they... Um, uh, Nagi's like sort of former teammate and those other two guys that were on Isagi's team that made the, that team, they end up going up against each other and, uh, then they're playing and it seems like the other team is doing better cause they're working together better and manage to score the first goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, wasn't bad. Um, I don't really have much to say, except for uh, the one guy I do know the name of is the purple hair guy. His name's Rayo, and he is 
completely insane because he's in love with uh, the white haired guy. So that's Nagi. Yeah, Nagi. So yeah, that that's that's uh, pretty funny. I think having mm-hmm. that whole relationship there. So uh, he wants to get him back. Uh, I <laughs> I I just love that whole storyline going on there. So yeah. Um, it was it was okay, um, but there were some weird things about it too. So it wasn't the best of the week. Yeah, there there is <clears throat> there's that weird bit where you have ego and uh, what's her name talking to I guess the investor people about Blue Lock and trying to pitch it to them, and I'm thinking. The problem when you're doing this is you're just kind of showing off how unrealistic this premise is. Mm-hmm. And, like, I can go with it. I Again, there I watch a sports team um, that... I, sorry, I watch a sports anime that had mafia um, groups settling disputes with, in an underground um, golf uh, course mm. that would transform. Mm. I can take some crazy stuff. My problem is the fact that the series is better when it's just focusing on Blue Lock itself, so you don't like have all these questions about this sort of uh, like what, what the actually how they actually got people to go with this and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other thing I was going to say is. Going into this, I was thinking that, okay, you know, Isaki's team, uh, they're, they're not, this is like, you know, them moving upwards and stuff. They're not going to drop off and go back down to two. But after some of the setup, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that what might actually happen is that they'll lose. They'll lose Nagi. And then the thing will be about how Isagi and Borrow have, Borrow has to like kind of be less controlling in order for them to win their next uh their game after that and you know get someone else and keep moving forward or maybe mm-hmm. they will um win i'm not sure but i i after i i am starting to think that they're going to lose drop down to two again and then have to work their way back up again mm-hmm. okay now well, let's see did i have any other comments about it um no, that was basically um, it, although the episode sure did um, make sure that uh, we saw the characters were super muscular when they were taking their bath. <laughs> okay, we got that. Then we close off Fate Apocrypha, episode 7. <clears throat> so, like I predicted, the um, uh, Dr. Octopus girl gets saved because... Uh, the episode, the previous episode ended with it not being clear whether she was killed or not. But no, she gets saved by her um brother. Sorry, I can't remember any the people's names in this um yet. But then anyway, then they decide they leave. Uh, they uh leave. We end up um, and basically what happens is we got the two factions and they decide okay, well. We're, we need to have, like, a big super battle against each other. So, pretty much all the people in the Red Faction, well, except for Mordred and um, CC Go, are uh, just going to go and attack the Black Faction and basically everyone there. Well, except for Jack the Ripper, because she's off on her own, I guess. Um, and then they're just going to have a big fight or something. That's basically what, what it's setting up for. So, I don't know how that'll work. Maybe it'll feel like a real 
battle thing. Maybe it'll just turn into a bunch of one-on-one fights, as is often the case in anime. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they'll um something will happen and they'll just I'll get interrupted. Um, I'm going to say I kind of hope that maybe a character or two um dies because there's too many to keep track of. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. That was the episode of um, Fate Apocrypha. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good, actually. I I enjoyed this one probably about as much as I've enjoyed any of them so far. So Mm -hmm. uh, that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it was enjoyable. I I like the fact we are getting a little more stuff with some of the servants it is interesting i noticed that uh basically now um uh what was his name um uh shiro kotomine the priest um guy who um as far as i can tell has absolutely nothing to do with shiro or kire kotomine they just took the name and put them together well Mm -hmm. i I guess he's a priest so i guess it's like um kire Anyway, uh, he's apparently, basically, he's just got it all of them now because I guess the series realized that if they actually had to come up with characters and stuff for all of the, for an additional set of masters for the Red Faction, they'd be having way too many, so they just put them all on the one guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, that was, um, yep, that was the episode it was a pretty um fun one i'm curious as to what's going to be happening in terms of the battle that they just set up a little surprised to be them going like into it this quickly but like i said maybe they realize they need to actually cut down on the cast a bit mm-hmm. hmm. i'm just only thinking okay who which character is probably going who do you think will I'll I'll throw it out there. Of all the servants, well, I would ask you which servant you think will be the next one to die, but I can but it would probably but you probably wouldn't get it right because it would be the character that has gotten like the least attention, so you wouldn't remember who they were. Yeah, yeah, I I'm gonna uh, like Survivor sometimes you can you can guess on Survivor or whatever. Like, oh, that person got a little extra attention this week, so they're going to get voted out. But um, I don't think this works the same way. I, If I had a guess, it would. this is a total guess, but I would guess maybe the um, the guy who, like, I can't remember his, his actual um, name. Uh, he's, I think, the caster for the black faction the one who like makes the golems or whatever and always has like his head in that mask thing i think he's probably going to be it because it feels like he's gotten the least attention like i couldn't even tell i can't even remember who he was Mm -hmm. um uh compared to everyone else like i can remember most of the other guys like you know atalanta achilles shakespeare um Mm -hmm. but not him so that's my guess or maybe not. Who knows? That I, that was just the random guess I had. We'll see how badly I got stuff done. Uh, well, maybe not next episode, but sometime. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got Fate Apocrypha. That's our... Yeah, that's uh, everything. There wasn't anything else we watched, was there? Nope. Okay. And 
Yeah, I guess we can go into the top three stuff. Yeah. Um, let's see. You can go ahead with yours while I come bring up mine. Okay, let me just... Huh, this is going to be another thing where there were only four shows, so you make a, a top three, and it's essentially a top four. Okay, um, so, whew, actually, once again, I forget to put these uh, done ahead of time, which is annoying because this is, uh, because, um, yeah, this was actually, yeah, I thought most of the stuff was actually pretty, this was all pretty decent this week, but sure, I will put them as, um, let's see. Okay, let's, I'll put them in, um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure in third place, Fate Apocrypha in second, and, um, I think this is the first time it took first, but I'll do it, My Hero Academia in first. Uh, I got Blue Lock in the bronze medal position, Apocrypha in the silver medal position, and for the first time, and is it the first time ever? Uh, wait, no, we didn't even have My Hero Academia last year. So, uh, yeah, My Hero Academia gets its first gold medal. Okay, so, um, well, that's our series. Uh, I don't really have anything, um, to talk about, uh, honestly, uh, outside of that, uh, stuff, so... Uh, unless if, if you did, you have anything to talk about at the end? No. Nope. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week. Then uh, we'll uh, see you next week. They'll be having um that uh, special episode of My Hero. Sorry, of One Piece. That one. Uh, uh let's see. It was uh, I think a Toriko Dragon Ball One Piece crossover episode that they originally skipped over, but they're apparently coming back and do it dubbing it for the first time so this will be the first time it will be available uh dubbed in english actually mm -hmm. um <clears throat> so yeah that's actually i guess uh just to give a quick uh thing i i assume people know about dragon ball but they might not know a little about Toriko. basically it's this sort of uh battle series in this world where essentially food is like the most important like like everything is all about like getting food and stuff basically it's like a food-based battle series but not like food, you know food wars not kind actually i think it might uh from what i remember of reading the manga it kind of is more of a food wars than the actual food wars show <laughs> um so yeah so we'll get that um I guess we'll see how comprehensible it is to someone who doesn't know that much about Toriko, because that's definitely the least popular of the three. Although it was a, it was a pretty big hit in Japan for a while. It never was quite as big in the U.S., but it was it was a definitely a thing in a popular series in Japan. So uh, now that we've done with that, we'll actually sign off, and we'll see you next week. Bye.